Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. All right. Welcome to another amazing episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered. This is part two of our body language. Ha! Have you seen The Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, not yet. I heard it's so good it made people cry. Oh, that's interesting. I'm or you're just heartless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or your heart is just black. Yeah. Like, Ursula. No, I heard- ah. I heard it was a, and maybe it was emotional for the people that I heard that it was a, like they cried. Maybe it was like nostalgic or something. I don't know. But no, I haven't seen it. But uh, I'm trying to talk the kids into going to see it. But they're kind of like. talk them into it? Oh, you have boys. Well, I don't know. My son really liked it. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like, they'll go. But it was like, go. The day that I wanted them to go do it, it was like, go to the pool or go do, watch Little Mermaid. And so it was not at all what mom wanted to do. They wanted to go oh, play in the pool. So I think when, when we don't. Yeah, but when it's like a rainy day, we're all about the movie. So if it was out, but everything comes out so quickly at home now, you know? Oh, no. We are watch giant movie theater goers. Like, we love the movies. So, like, are so we. we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be in Hawaii and Elemental comes out. It's like, oh, we're, we're there for, mm. no, no matter, even though we're in Hawaii, we're going to Elemental. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're big movie people too. Aaron and I were movie people before even the kids. And then it's kind of like transferred over to the kids. I truly feel like if you're a movie person, and you grow up watching movies and then you do that with your kids, they are going to be movie people. You know what I mean? So, anyway. Love it. Okay. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Get right in. (laughs) Why we're actually here to continue on with body language. So, get right into number seven. So, this one I feel like goes without saying. Wide eyes signal approval or please surprise. When someone's eyes open wide in pleasure, their eyebrows rise, their mouth opens slightly. You'll see a miniature version of this expression occurring when someone is discussing something or someone they like very much. I'm like, it's so true. Think huh. about that. I am mm-hmm. going to have to think about that. What if you when you're talking about Lincoln? And they're not moving. <laughs> well, then it's really good Botox. But if the smile and the like, your eyes get wide and kind of light uh-huh. up. Think about when you talk about Lincoln or your kids. Okay. You do kind of. Yeah. And then you yeah, smile a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I get like I a like cheese that. stick smile. We're like, <laughs> kids. Um, yeah. But I thought that one would just kind of goes without saying. So I think if somebody's really interested in something, like if you're having, if you were on a sales call right now and you were saying something I loved and I was like, oh yeah, you know, it would just further encourage you. Oh, of course. I look crazy. But you'd be like, oh, she's really into what I'm saying, you know? Uh-huh. So like you got to feast off of it. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So number eight, blinking rates increase under pressure. Heightened levels of anxiety and a way to come, or excuse me, heightened level of anxiety and a way to comfort yourself. That one's interesting mm. to me, but I've noticed it about my own self. Um, I can't okay. remember what episode it was, but we had an episode where we recorded. It's been a while. Like It's been a while. So for any of our listeners and even any of our guests, it's been a while. And I truly can't remember which one it is. I'll have to go back and watch. But I was like, 
I don't understand what the fuck this person is saying. I think it was probably too technical or something for my dumb ass. And so I was like blinking a lot, but I didn't even realize I was doing it till I happened to like watch it back on social media or something. It's like, I was like, oh my God, I'm just sitting there like, like, like as if I have fake eyelashes on, you know, when I do have them in the glue and you're like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then for our listeners, how do you stop doing that if you didn't even know you were doing it? Become self-aware, you know, like I just watched yeah. myself. Do- I didn't know. So I don't know how to tell people if you don't realize you're doing something. Cause again, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Yeah. Till I watched it back. I think that's where we go back to like role plays. So especially if you're going to be in a sales role or if you're going to be, you know, um, interviewing or an interviewer, I think it's really important if both of those situations, cause let's be honest, both can be stressful. Even if you're the interviewer, if you've not done it a lot, it can be really stressful. So I think role-playing and seeing how you show up in those situations would be ideal in situations where you're really nervous. Again, I didn't realize I did that. Um, and again, I, I didn't, I don't know if it was situational for that specific moment. Cause I didn't even think it was something I did whenever I got really nervous yeah. or nervous at all. But I think it's good for everybody in general to just do a role play, whether they're interviewing, if you're going to be doing sales, you need to be doing role play so that you can see what your little ticks or behaviors are. I think anyone that presents in front of their team, which is like, I mean, as we're getting more into, we lead at all levels, I think everyone needs to start role playing this stuff. Like, Hey, you're a product manager. You have to present, or it's like, you have to stand up and talk to your team. Like you have a great idea. How the hell are you supposed to talk about it? If you're like blinking like crazy, (laughs) trying to get this idea out, no one's noticing, you know, it's like, no one's like, no one's listening. I should say not noticing. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, to your point, it doesn't matter what the situation is. If you have to be speaking in front of people, you need to practice. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. You know, you need, there's not every situation can you show up like we do where we're f- saying fuck shit, stuttering, you know, misspeaking. It doesn't matter <laughs> on this platform, thank God. But like there is a time and a place where you need to have your shit together and not be, you know, blinking like crazy or, you know, got all this hand stuff going. Like you got to get your shit together. But practicing is the only way to answer your question that anybody's going to know what it is that they do if they do Mm -hmm. anything. And just get, I think now that we're, a lot of people are working from home, it's like you need like that nice light, right? So it's like the video you want to show up. So it's like put your little, your phone in the little holder that it comes with, like the little ring thing and video yourself. And then I'm telling you from experience, watching yourself is the most torturous thing. I would say the first 10 times you're watching yourself, you're just like, stop it. Please stop it. I can't hear it. I can't, you know, so it's like, turn off the sound then. Okay. Turn off the sound because everybody hates their own voice. I would love to meet someone that likes their voice. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but you you have to go through with it. Like people always ask, Hey, do you watch your stuff? Fuck no, not anymore. I already tortured myself a long time ago. I already know what I show up as. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then like every now and again, you know, like when, as we were, were recording, you know, more and more videos for Thriversity, which is exciting. I was like, okay, now I got to rewatch those because now I'm getting to a level of different quality that I'm looking for and that the team's looking for and stuff. So I had to rewatch a couple of those, but not all of them, right? Now I yeah. know, and now I'm self-aware and I'm like, or I'll go ask, you know, a what one of our team members? I'm like, hey, give me something good. What do I need? What am yeah. I doing? Stop these ums. Stop the, you know, it's like, okay, got it. It'd be really interesting to see how many people like actually that are in some sort of outward facing, whether it's YouTube or it's, you know, think about actors and actresses. Do they go watch their movies? You know, and I know they go to the premieres, but do they sit there and watch? Or are they like cringing? Because we have talked about how we both can't really listen to the podcast. I mean, I said I watched, saw the video of me blinking, but it just so happened to be an amazing 
thanks Jess, clip that they edited where I'm like, you know. <laughs> Um, and so it was as I'm scrolling on social media, I see just me blinking away, fly. I was like, oh, damn it. But, you know, I wonder if people, if everyone feels the way that you and I do about that. That'd be I don't know. I, I, yeah, it isn't. I do know that there was some interview with Tom Cruise that apparently he goes to every single of his movies in disguise and like will watch himself in some random theater. Interesting. But, uh, I don't know. Who is knows? he watching himself or is he watching how the audience responds to his movie? Oh, good question. Don't know. That's interesting. Hmm. It'd be really weird to see Tom Cruise at a Tom Cruise movie like this. <laughs> you know, that's how I envisioned it. Like uh, with like a fa- like the fake nose, <laughs> the yeah. little glasses, fake nose. <laughs> like the Mission Impossible, what he does, yeah, yeah where he pulls off a whole face. Yeah, um, love it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So eye blocking is an unconscious gesture people use to exclude you during a conversation by blocking you from sight. This can include closing eyes rubbing eyes and covering eyes with hands or objects. Got it. Okay. So I was coaching someone and again, this person was great. Okay. Like has Mm -hmm. a lot, but there was definitely a confidence issue we were trying to work, work out. And there would be times his eyes. And by the way, you guys can watch this. (laughs) You can watch this member on the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube, but he would just go like this sometimes. And he was just talking to me. And like, that was already long enough. He went longer than that. I'm like, what? And he would constantly rub his eyes, like constantly. And I didn't realize it at first. I was like, oh, wow, that is his nervous thing. So we can't, we can't show up like that. So I did have to address that. And that was, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not easy to tell some of those things, right? But as a coach, that's your duty to do that. But oh my God, that one was probably the worst. That was recently. Uh, But there's all, like, like you said, once you are aware now, now you can fix these things. Now you can think about how you show up. Absolutely. And I think, again, just like Brianna said, just finding a way to watch yourself with having iPhones now, and there's no reason anybody should record anything and not know what they look like on video or on camera or, you know, you you have an iPhone to be able to test that theory. So I think everybody should do this if you're speaking in front of anybody at any point, anytime for anything. Um, oh, and by the way, um, droiders, we still like you. You can still use your phone too. <laughs> you're like, we have iPhones. <laughs> Totally forgot about it. We're inclusive. We're inclusive. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You could still do the same thing. Um, Okay. So raising eyebrows, unless you have Botox, is a sign of submission or a request for approval. So when someone says something and follows it up with, did I get it right? And then you're like, you know, they raise their eyebrows and they want approval. Like, did I get that right? Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting one. Again, if you have Botox, like you don't do that. So my eye, that's an that's where I may be trying to raise my eyebrows, but my eyes would just get really wide because <laughs> I don't want those puppies to go up. You know, I don't want them to boo. So I think, hmm. you know, modern medicine, you have to factor that in when somebody's That's eyebrows true. don't move. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the last one, um, posture. It's a strong indicator of whether or not a person is interested in the conversation. If the person is leaning back or slouching, it might indicate that they're disinterested or dismissive. If they lean forward in their screen, this usually indicates that they're interested and engaged. 
I believe that hundred percent. So I was no, just, no. I mean, this, I was just up in the, up in the Bay, you know, for tech week. And I found myself in certain meetings, like, like it was like almost like going to attack them, you know, cause I was so excited. And I'm like on the seat, like, like barely sitting down, like fully in yeah. my seat. I'm like right at like the edge. And I, I was like, oh my God, I'm like forcing my body out, you know, because I was so engaged and I was so interested. Uh, but this, I mean, it's just the same thing. It's like, when you get really excited, like I notice, I'm like, can I yeah. come get you? Get dinosaur. Yeah. I think that's but, hilarious because I've seen you do that. And I know that's when you're really excited. You hold on to your chair and it's like, oh, she's coming. She's coming. She's about to come for you. And it's like, it's when you get excited. It's not an angry thing ever. You don't ever do that when you're angry or displeased with anything. You're not like, you know, like a parent. I think of a parent old school wise, like parent posturing over their kids to show like dominant, like yeah. that's not what we're talking about. It's actually the reverse. The disengaged is more slouching, leaning back, crossing arms, looking away, unless you know, again, caveat to that, you know, they're looking at their other monitor. Cause that's one that I think is like a big one is if you have to move people to your big screen, um, Ooh, and we should actually talk about this one. Yes. I was hoping you were going to talk about this. Yes. Let's go into this one. So like it drives me absolutely crazy when in just any kind of meeting like this, if I'm always, I can tell on somebody else's other screen and they're never looking at me when they're talking to me. I actually will say something. I can't handle it. It drives me bonkers. Same with if their screen is off, like we talked about the last episode. If you haven't heard that, check that one out. But I will literally say, oh, okay, are you not going to be on video today? All right, I'll get off video. Like mm-hmm. I'll make it like known, like this is why I'm doing it. I won't just like turn off my video, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thing, I'm like, hey, can, do, can you do me a favor? Like, can you put me on the the other screen because it's like tripping me out? Or yeah. like when someone's sharing their screen and they're not in the right thing, and all of a sudden I'm seeing like four of us. Like I have to say something because it's so goddamn distracting. I'm like, yeah, please take this out. So now I'm getting, I think, better at alerting the other person. Like this is distracting to me, so let's not do this. Mm-hmm. But it's, oh, that's hard. Oof. There's a lot. Yeah. I think there's a lot of video etiquette. And this body language thing is gold, I think, because people need to know how they show up. They have to have the self-awareness. And then on the other side, they also have to have the empathy as leaders and mentors to help the other individuals. But this, these are all sales things. So like you said, if someone's getting excited, like while I'm talking, that's when I go in for the kill. Like that's when I, yeah. I talk about price. That's when I talk about, you know, hey, so we'll just sign this fee agreement. I'll send this over right now. Like when I know they're jazz like that, that's when you ask or I'll ask for the recommendation. I'll ask for the referral. Like that's kind of like you're pouncing, pouncing time. <laughs> With a sound effect. Yeah. And I think exactly what you said is perfect for our broke to boss tip for this episode. And that's just, you know, have empathy and understanding about the situation somebody's in. But also I think it's okay to call out exactly like you did. Hey, can you actually move me to the other screen or can you turn your video on or are we not doing video? I think it's okay to ask for what it is that you want that you feel is like the most respectful situation or is going to have the best outcome for that conversation. It's not rude. I think that's what it is. That's for the best outcome because that's the whole point. Why are you on this call? Because now you have two people think about how high your billings can be, right? You got two people, high billers on one phone call. What's the point? Mm -hmm. What's the point? What outcome do you want? Well, let's get to it. Exactly. Love it.
All right. Well, two point, two parts. We did it. Thank you guys all so much. Um, our reviews are going up, but please remember, you don't ask what you don't get for. You don't get what you don't ask for. Yeah, there we go. Uh, if some, you shit. Could, some shit. Anyways, if you could review us, that would be amazing. We love those five stars. It definitely helps. So thank you all so much. See you next Tuesday. Thanks, y'all.